Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch a first episode of a streaming exclusive show, and then we talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week, we watched AJ and the Queen on Netflix. What'd you think? We always start with me. Yeah, that's how the show goes. What did you think? The show goes, I introduced the show. Yeah, it's just that I'm like, I'm Michael, you're Eric. It's just that I'm like super charismatic and like I feel like I'm always swaying you to my opinion. Oh. So like I'd rather you enter your opinion into this mix and then we'll see if like you can swim into your opinion. Okay. Can I swing you to the opinion that I didn't like it very much? Try harder. (laughs) Did you like it? No. (laughs) I was going to say, it wasn't that good. It, It wasn't any good. So AJ and the Queen's about a drag queen that gets on a camper with a 10-year-old boy. Or is it? Or is it? Stars RuPaul. I looked up what pronouns RuPaul uses just to make sure that I was using the ones that he wanted me to use. And he doesn't care. Yep. So I was like, okay, great. In the show, his character was... A he, so when he was playing Robert, they referred to him as he, and when he was pl- playing Ruby Red, his character, they referred to his alter ego as she. So that's what I'm going with for the recording. Okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, I had done the same thing. Looked it up? Yep. Yeah. And apparently the transgender community doesn't like him very much. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Um, I couldn't really figure out what was going on there a hundred percent it seemed like a controversy with rupaul's drag race Mm -hmm. and who who will accept on rupaul's drag race like will he accept transgender contestants and he's been like no let's get into aj and the queen yeah let's start with have you ever been to a drag show I honestly can't remember i remember you can't remember if you've been to a drag show or not yeah, it, so I remember being heavily pressured into going to one in college, but I don't remember if I actually went or not. Not just going, but like somebody was pressuring me to like try it myself. To try drag? Yes. You don't have any desire to try drag? No. Me either. It wasn't my thing. So even if I have, it's been so long, I, don't, I obviously don't remember. So I guess for all intents and purposes, no. Oh, we have the Drag King show every year in Des Moines. And I've been to that a couple of times. Have a friend who performs in it every once in a while. And uh, Shay's sister-in-law's uncle is a drag queen and performs a show at one of the bars downtown. So I've been to that once or twice. It's fun. That show Ruby Red did seemed pretty fun. It was heavily produced, yeah. Yeah. Freaking dollar bills flying everywhere. Right. Uh... For as crappy of a club as she was saying that it was. It seemed more like that the owner was a piece of shit. Yeah. And she went up on stage and she was like, This place is a piece of shit. Come to my new place that I'm opening up. Right up on stage. When she was, said that, I was like, can, You can't just do that at this club. And then... <laughs> I wrote the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I right below it, I wrote, Well, fair enough, there he is. Yeah. Yeah, that owner was pissed. Also, I'm not sure how 
bright a career move it was to say that six months ahead of its opening. Right. Number one. Number two, at that point in time, they hadn't even gotten the lease on the place or built any of it or really done any of the work whatsoever other than having previously gathered $100,000. Uh-huh. What number are we on? Number F. Uh-huh. I don't think $100,000 is enough money to start a, a drag club in Queens. All right. Number five. You're obviously getting scammed. By this dude? Yeah. It wasn't obvious to me that... that he was getting oh. scammed. It wasn't obvious to me that he was getting scammed. Scammed. I was certain that the show was setting up that he was going to die. Like I was like, "Oh, this dude's definitely dead. He's oh. dying like tomorrow." No, I wrote in my notes, "He's definitely getting scammed." What tipped you off? So he goes on stage, says, "I, you know, he saved up a bunch of money. He's going to, she's going to start a a drag club." Yeah. She's got a man who takes care of her. Uh huh. And then she goes out to dinner with that man at a, at a Chinese restaurant. And what part of the, all of that tipped you off? That this is a TV show and something that has to drive the drama forward. I thought he was going to die. And, oh. like, turns out he didn't act like he had maybe not scammed her, but, like, used some of that money or something. Or they wouldn't sign a lease with, with just her or something. I don't know. Some bullshit. TV show or not, it was pretty clear that, like, this wasn't going to go the way that it was intended. And... Whether he died or scamming her or or any number of things, I just think it was really foolhardy to advertise. I mean, yes, on somebody else's stage, but then be six months ahead of time when you've done literally no work. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they showed, like, later in the show, they cut to her just, like, telling some seemingly random person that she doesn't know that well, like, I got $100,000 because when she was, like, screaming about it, backstage is like why is she just advertising this all over the place and apparently she was just telling everybody she knew (laughs) that she just had a hundred thousand dollars so he gets this credit card for her and then he spends all that money yeah via a scam yes why is she on the hook for all of that money now she shouldn't be correct yeah so like this drama could have been solved by like even remotely competent cops is what you're saying right because that's fraud he didn't put his his unless he did put like his actual information on that credit card because maybe it was a a a, uh secured card or something like that what you're saying like because she had she had saved a hundred thousand dollars in cash did he steal that and also run up the bill on this card or maybe it was secured with that i don't know yeah who knows but what I'm saying is if you and me took out a credit card together and I told you we were taking it out for one reason and then I went and spent it all on something else, I don't think that there's anything illegal about me lying to you about that, is there? Probably not. Yeah, so that could just be what happened here. Like if he just went out and used his own social security number and identity went f- and didn't tell Robert that he was doing that and just it- transferred all the debt to him. But then he's still on the hook for that. Um, well, he's yeah. well. It, that's why I think maybe it was secured. Number one, number two, he gave a fake name, or if he didn't, he gave Robert a fake name, but he, not necessarily when he applied for the credit card. Maybe, but like I feel like that would have come to light pretty quickly when he called the credit card company and said, "Like, hey, like, why, why is this run up?" Yeah, good point. Yep. Also, if you're doing this scam, why go through all the trouble of getting club plans drawn up? Finding an actual place for the lease, setting up a signing for the lease, and all of that stuff. Why go through all that trouble? Why not just steal the shit without doing all of that work? I gotta be. I, I don't know. It, it was a little convoluted. Yeah, 
he clearly got somebody else involved in this scam as well. Yeah. Be, whoever played his sister and said like, oh, you know, you need to come home and see mom or whatever. So in, in the grand scheme of things, especially if you're living in fucking New York, $100,000 isn't that much. Like, I feel like there were bigger fish to fry if that's. Dude, you are so New York. Yeah. That's me. Forget about it. <laughs> so then Robert has to go on tour again. All of Robert's money gets stolen and he's going back out on tour. He was already going to go on tour yeah, anyway. Yeah, he's going to go through with the tour that he was on. Yep. So that's his plot line. We didn't talk at all about his blind drag queen. Is that his actual brother? Is that a brother? I, th- I thought that was just a roommate. Maybe. For some reason, I thought they were siblings. And I think it's because he called Ruby Red's sister. And it was probably just like, uh, yeah, you go, sister. Term of endearment rather than yeah. a description of familial ties. Right. So, and, and they didn't talk about, like, back when they were, like, drag queen kids yeah. in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, dude, I'd watch that show. Back when they were... Yeah, yeah. back when they were, like, teenagers. Um, Yeah, we didn't talk at all about that blind roommate at all. What'd you think of that character? I don't know how he's still alive. From he's, all the He's sugar? a diabetic, and that dude, like... It eats. He ate a whole cake in the span of a day that should have put him into a diabetic coma. Yeah, and he, he, and he already, describes how he lost his sight. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a, a little more than infuriating. Yep. And I just didn't like that character very much. You know the blind jokes, and I don't know, wasn't into it. He wasn't interesting, right? So now let's do AJ's plot. AJ is a little boy whose parents or mother, I guess. Is never around. He's trying to make ends meet. He's doing clever little hot dog scams. He's a brilliant hot dog con artist. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd never heard of that one before. I, neither had I. And all I could think is, I wonder if I could pull that off. <laughs> yeah. As an adult. <laughs> yeah. So basically, AJ walks down. He's got like a hot dog that he purchased from a vendor. And then he'll walk and then get bumped into or, you know, orchestrate a bumping into. And he will drop his hot dog and then turn around and be like, hey, you bumped into me and I dropped my hot dog. And then the adult will be like, oh, man, let me pay for that hot dog. How much was it? And it's like $3. And then the girlfriend goes, give him five. He gets the $5 and he picks up the hot dog. He brushes it off, but he walks a little further and gets bumped into again and drops the same hot dog and turns around and goes, hey, you bumped into me and I dropped my hot dog. And that's a scam. Pretty clever. And then... He goes and sits outside his apartment building, and then when Robert walks by, he just goes, give me $5. And Robert's like, no. And then As any reasonable person would do to some street rat sitting on your stoop. Right. And then says, I'll give you $10 to drag my bag upstairs. And the kid's like, I'm not doing that. And I was like, that seems like a quick way to make 10 bucks. You just got to carry that bag up one flight of stairs. Uh-huh. Should have jumped at that. Yeah. But then steals some of Robert's money. Robert confronts him. Because Robert set it on the fucking windowsill right next to a fire escape. That, yet yeah, didn't steal it. Relieved him of it because he clearly wasn't using it anymore. Yeah, that was a terrible place to put your money. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. Multiple times was the he, money was set there. Just take it out of the oven and he just set it there to cool. Yep. And like a kid, pie? Yeah, yeah. And then the kid, like, floats along on the scent waves from the <laughs> right. from the smell of that money pie. And then basically the kid 
um, stows away in the camper that Robert's taking on tour and says, that gets discovered and says, take me to Texas because that's where my grandfather lives. Which is a lie. Okay. Well, then we discover that AJ's a girl. You know what tipped us off? The long hair. Mm-hmm. Why didn't AJ just cut her hair? Because mm-hmm. she's like Samson and she gets all of her con powers from her hair. Well, but if that, her hair is that long, maybe she can think of a con where she's being a girl. See, so she lives her life one like one con at a time. Like it's all her. The secret is she's always conning, dude. Living your life one con at a time. She's conning all the time, and it helps keep her on her toes. Gosh, so she's always playing off like a boy, and or she identifies as a boy. Like I, I don't know what's like. That's literally we that gets revealed, and then the episode's over. So. This isn't us being insensitive. This is us having no fucking clue why, like, what the point was. Oh, this show was really bad at exposition. The whole first third of it was RuPaul just, like, sane exposition. <laughs> like, Especially in a sassy tone back at, like, the the, uh, the club owner and, like... <laughs> yeah, that was, the, that was a big one. And then even, like, after that, and then goes home and goes up to... And then just, like has a big exposition-filled talk with that blind roommate, and then they go to the restaurant, and then it's all exposition in the restaurant. Like, I love that we come to this restaurant every night, and it's like our thing, our routine. I just love that. Wasn't very well written. No, it wasn't well written. As poorly written as the show was, I was surprised by how well RuPaul acted in it. That's not to say he did a, an exceptionally great job. I just, my exposure to him is shit like RuPaul's Drag Race and Arsenio Hall and all that sort of shit where, like, he's just super over the top and, and really gregarious. So it's hot. Like, I, I can't see him being in a more serious role. And there were times where this is more serious and he did okay. Yeah, I actually noticed the same thing. He did a decent job. He didn't blow it out of the water, but he didn't embarrass himself. How much of that, though, do you think is him actually doing an okay job of acting? And how much of it is just compared to everyone else who did a very bad job of acting? Like that scene with all of the cops, in, or like them in the police station reporting this crime was infuriating. Oh, like, yeah. Just nobody, nobody giving a shit about acting like police officers. And I don't know how much of that was acting, how much of that was writing. Because honestly, it was probably both. Right. Well, the joke was that they weren't acting like police officers. Yeah. They're acting like, uh, they're acting like a woman and her gay BFF being like, yeah, girl, get it. That type of stuff. Let me see a picture of that, that dude who conned you out of all your money and you're here very sad about. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Woo-hee. Yeah. Break me off a piece of that. Hey, Charles, come over here. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I'd like to slap some handcuffs on him. Girl. Um, we that, didn't... Was, that was a shot-for-shot shot remake that we just did just now. <laughs> I was going to say, those. I don't know if any of those were actual lines on there, but the tone was spot on. Yeah, I, it might as well have been. <laughs> yep. Yes, the acting wasn't very good. Even that blind guy, I didn't think, did a very good job. During that cop scene, he shows a picture on his phone. The cop looks at it, and then they look, and then they give the phone back. And then while they're talking, one of the other cops starts goes to the bulletin board, and like, cause he's like, oh, that looks a little familiar, and starts going through the photos on there, and he pulls off a, a, the photo, and he goes, let me see your phone again. 
and takes the phone and then holds them side by side to show Robert. Can't you just show the photo you pulled off the bulletin board to Robert and be like, is this the man you dated for seven months? Yeah. Right? You definitely could. Why do you need the phone back? Just to break off a piece of that sweet, hunky, basically, so that, he could, man. so that he could quietly send himself a, that picture for right. later, right? Um, when he was doing police work and going to find this perpetrator, not for anything gross. What does Renee to my Celine mean? Uh, Renee is Celine Dion's husband. Oh, hmm. lucky man. Okay. Dude, I love Celine Dion. I do not. What? She's a national treasure. I'm surprised that this was RuPaul's first sitcom. I, I'm guessing that a show by RuPaul wasn't going to make it to major networks just because I, they were just inevitably idiot backlash just for the fact that he's a drag queen, number one. Number two, you throw in his overall like gregarious and and very like over the top nature and like i don't know if that translates well to a sitcom sort of thing so it's either that or drama and then you're relying on his acting chops at that point and does he have any wouldn't he have shown him by now that he's i looked it up like because he kept referring to himself as 40 on the show that dude's 60 he looks good yeah for sure but yeah. like as ruby red he looked good yeah should we write episode two? We can certainly try. Okay. So they're on the camper. Yep. AJ is given the request, demand to take me to Texas. Yep. And then Robert's like, no, I'm not taking you to Texas. And AJ like gets out of the camper and like walks across the highway and starts climbing over the edge. Right. I, I don't know what he's, she's. God. I think she's threatening to, to, to kill herself or to, like, jump off the... Br- I, I don't know. Okay. I but I think she was being a manipulative shit. Like, yeah. everything we've seen thus far... I, I The whole scene where he chases the kid down into his apartment and, like, the kid's, like, in the corner of the bathroom crying. I don't know if the kid's just a bad actor or if the kid was, like, conning. But, like, that's all I could think is, like, this kid's fucking lying even now. Oh, yeah. Me too. But so, so this kid's a shithead. Yeah. So the cliffhanger was there. They were there, and then Robert goes, "You want something to eat?" And they're just like staring at each other with and, like a slight smile on his face. Yeah. So episode two starts. AJ jumps and dies. Okay. And isn't a character in the show anymore. Mm-hmm. AJ has been the narrator of the show up to this point. So this is a bold, bold direction you're going. Have you ever seen Desperate Housewives? I have not. Are you familiar with who the narrator of that show is? No, I'm not familiar with who the narrator of Desperate Housewives is. The dead one. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize there was a dead one. Yeah. About the dead housewives. <laughs> so AJ is a narrator from beyond the grave. They think that this story is all about the queen, but it's all about AJ. Didn't AJ, the narrator, say something like at the tail end of the episode that was like, he had no idea what what he was in for. He had no idea what was coming next. Yeah. And that was, that was, what was it. next. It was him jumping. jumping. <laughs> yep. And the whole rest of the show is just, do you know what Smokey and the Bandit is? I know what it is. I've never seen it. Okay, let's pause now and watch Smokey and the Bandit. I I thought you were joking when you said that we were going to watch Smokey and the Bandit, so I'm I'm a little confused about what um how like 
that you just had it where like you just turned the TV <laughs> on and hit play. It was like ready to go. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've always got Smokey and the Bandit queued up. You never know when when somebody's gonna need the old S and B. So uh Robert goes on a smoking the bandit type cross country chase because they all think that he murdered AJ. Okay, so this becomes a smoking the bandit chase cross chase who's chasing at this point? The cops? Smokey. Who's Smokey? The cop. The like uh I'll be honest, I wasn't watching the whole time that you were showing Smoking the Bandit just now. Smokey is like a police chief or something that's just chasing chasing the bandit the bandit and which one is burt reynolds the bandit okay uh smoky's so, played by jackie gleason so in this smoky and the bandit three because i think there was a second second one you you just watched smoky and the bandit you didn't know which one burt reynolds was i just told you i wasn't paying attention okay who's chasing rupaul then who finds that like that gay cop and that other woman this becomes a buddy cop yeah show. yeah yeah the whole the whole it was a setup the whole time Just yeah set up for like this sitcom about um so in the end of episode two robert crashes the camper into the side of a barn a barn and dies mm-hmm. and so episode three is those two cops just like going around I know that we only usually do episode two, but episode three is those two cops just like going around to different places that are um, supposed to be haunted and like solving the mystery of who is actually the ghost or the monster. And it's usually just like the proprietor of the estate. So at the end, they just like rip the mask off of the monster and it's like old Mr. Peabody, the, the farmhand. It starts in episode three at that farm. There's a monster there. So it goes from Smokey and the Bandit to Scooby and the Bandit? <laughs> yeah. That's that's all I got. I have no idea what the fuck you're going with this, man. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to yes and it. <laughs> because I'm just like... And then... Yeah, and I know. Then like, it's the, you just keep just, going. Yeah, just jump in there anytime, buddy. <laughs> What else did you have for this show? Um, the name of his club that he was going to make was really bad. Queens and Queens? Yeah. That's just, it's a really unoriginal and really dumb name. That's all. Is there, I bet there's got to be a club named Queens and Queens already. There's probably, there's probably just a club called Queens that is in Queens. And so everybody calls it Queens and Queens. Oh man. And it's probably a drag. He should have just called it Queens. Well, what I'm saying is. He couldn't because there was already a club named Queens that is in Queens. So now he's going to have an establishment called Queens and Queens, which is in Queens. So when everybody wants to go there, it's like, we'll go to Queens and Queens and Queens. Queens is one of those words that loses all like meaning when you say it too many times. And it has definitely lost all meaning for me now. (laughs) All right. New episode two. Robert gets sued for the name of his club because there's already a Queens and Queens. Mm -hmm. And so he decides instead to broaden his brand. Like that this club is going to be and changes it because he's going to have drag kings in here as well. And he's going to call it Kings and Queens. And then he gets sued by Kevin. What was his name? The dude who was in Kings of Queens. <laughs> Kevin the James. Fuck? Kevin James. There we go. <laughs> I can't want to call him Kevin Nealon. I know it's not Kevin I, I almost called him Kevin Hart. And I know it's <laughs> yeah, not Kevin Hart. <laughs> so the, the, at least the second episode, if not more, is just 
Robert being very poor at naming clubs and like doing any research before he names them and just like a lot of copyright infringement. And then he has just like he needs to raise money to pay off this credit card. By the way, if he had $100,000, what they need the credit card for in the first place? Correct. But that's why I think he what he probably convinced him to do is secure the credit card with some money to get a lower interest rate. I don't know. I don't know why. You Maybe know what a better interest rate is? Zero. Zero. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, so he needs to raise money because he still wants to get this club open. So he opens a side business and his side business is naming clubs. And so you can pay like a fee and he'll give a name for your club. And he's planning on doing this and his blind roommates just being like, you're terrible at naming clubs. Don't open this business. And he names the business. I, I don't fucking know. Queen of clubs. <laughs> That's actually really good. Which infuriates his blind roommate even more because he's like, you named it your business about naming clubs really well, but you're really bad at naming actual clubs. Right. Also, I'm blind. <laughs> haven't mentioned that in a few minutes. <laughs> I haven't mentioned that. I also haven't made uh, a lot of wild gesticulation demonstrating that I can't see either. And then, so AJ becomes like Robert's assistant. You know, like Veronica Mars or Veronica Mars is Keith Mars' assistant? I haven't seen Veronica Mars. Oh, okay. Well, lucky for you, the next thing I have queued up, Veronica Mars, episode one. So I don't get why they call her Veronica Mars when they're from Earth. Because her last name is Mars and her first name is Veronica. But like, wouldn't it make more sense to call her Veronica Earth? No, her last name is Mars. I don't get it. I clearly didn't get the show at all. So your last name I is... Was, I was... I'm, yeah, I'm from the planet Schmidt. <laughs> all right. I didn't pay attention to any of that show whatsoever. I was really hung up on why they called her Veronica Mars. The planet Schmidt. Just one big piece of Schmidt floating through space. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Thank you for that. <laughs> and so AJ starts being the one that's actually naming the clubs. Because that's what happens in Veronica Mars. As you'll recall... Mm -hmm. having watched only the first episode right she solves mysteries and aj names clubs well i guess veronica mars solves like high school mysteries so aj AJ's is only like, naming high school clubs uh, aj's like <laughs> not even not not like club clubs like dance clubs but like clubhouses well like clubhouses, clubhouses. Like, well, i wasn't thinking kids clubhouses i was thinking like high school clubs like e extracurricular activities <laughs> like the chess club we already have a name it's the chess club now you call it checkmates it's cooler and more dominant what else do you have for this show would you watch it again not a chance me either i keep wanting to watch more witcher but I, you said i couldn't i said you couldn't yeah why did i say when did i say that on the podcast i was like would you watch it again you were like no yeah that was me i wouldn't watch it again when did I say you couldn't watch it again? Aren't we in this together? Have you watched any more Castle Rock? Yeah, I watched like up to episode eight because you started watching it and we're in this together. Okay, what the whole point of the podcast is, do we keep watching the show together or not? This was not a good show. Yeah, it wasn't great. I don't feel like I need to sum up often, but I feel like I need to sum this up. It was not a very good show. No, it wasn't a good show. I was hoping for more. Yeah, and I'm not arguing with you. I agree. It wasn't a good show. It wasn't good, Michael. <laughs> right. 
It yeah, was bad. I agree. No, stop. It was bad and you know it. <laughs> yeah, I do. It was, it was all I, right. Agree to disagree. All right. All right. You want to wrap it up? Sure. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please feel free to check out our website. It's episode1podcast.com. That's one spelled out O-N-E. Or follow us on Twitter, Twitter at podcast episode one. And that's the numeral one. Or you can check out uh, episode one podcast Facebook group. Keep up to date with any of our episodes or leave a suggestion or an idea for a show that we should watch next. We have a lot of potential ideas, but do we have things slated for the next couple of weeks? I think we've got um, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Seriously, give us any, give me any reason not to watch that show, please. Ah, dude, we gotta do High School Musical, give the musical, the series. Give me any reason not to watch that show, please. That's slated flood, next. Flood us with ideas for shows because that, yeah, I don't know. Like, we Baby Podcast, it was dying. Lil Baby Podcast is dying and needs sure. stars. We don't have any. I checked like 30 minutes before I left. There was nothing. Let me check now. Maybe we had one since then. Yeah. Maybe somebody heard this episode live and was like, these guys need more. Little baby podcast needs more. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nothing. So, uh, in, I mean, if you haven't already, which I think most of you have, leave leave a review. Leave some stars. Get somebody to listen and do this same. Oh, should we put a little baby podcast meter on our website so people can see how close to death little baby podcast is? Only if you're prepared to see that through to completion, because I don't believe we're going to get any new stars anytime soon. So that baby's going to die very soon. I believe in our audience and you and I's ability to grow this podcast to make little baby podcast turn into a big, strong boy. I that very well may be. I just I'm not willing to put something up like we can put something like that up on the website. I'm Uh sure. I'm not willing to put that up unless we're prepared to say if we, if that baby does not get any stars, any food in the next couple weeks, that baby is going to die. There's There's got to be stakes to this. Otherwise, all we're doing is putting an empty thermometer up on our website. <laughs> I'm stakes. prepared to have little baby podcast die. If we and our listeners don't do something about it. Yep. Okay. Uh, last but not least, big thanks to Boz D for the use of our theme song, Who's the Cowboy, off the album Get Smart and Run Faster. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody.